Hey, what's up, guys? This is another Free Your Mind podcast with Misty, and we are still doing the Paranormal Files, or My Paranormal Life, I'm sorry, not My Paranormal Files, My Paranormal Life series, and I know uh, we're taking it back here today because I finally got the chance to sit down with Mason, new newbie to the paranormal, uh, newbie to the team, newbie to investigating, and um, this podcast will not be PG-13 because we have dubbed him, a.k.a. Agent Tickleshits. <laughs> I thought you were going to go on about the swearing. I was going to say, well, that too. But... <laughs> I forgot about the code name. <laughs> so my hubby, Ben, is in here. Ben is my um, another uh, co-investigator tech guy um, on the team, but he's in here to chime in on experiences if as a need needed basis, but we're going to let Mason, Agent Tickleshits, take the floor. <laughs> I don't even know how that even like came about. That happened to Crescent. We're talking about his experience at Crescent. Crescent today, Crescent was his very first paranormal investigation ever. Crescent was the birth of Agent Tickleshits. The birth, <laughs> Crescent birthed Agent Tickleshits. <laughs> I'm sure the people at Crescent would love that. <laughs> yeah, going from the dancing bear to Agent Tickleshits. <laughs> so. I'm not exactly sure how that came to be either. Yeah, I, I didn't, like, I don't know. You just, like. We were, we were, we have like this intercom radio like app that's on our phones that we're able to like communicate with each other no matter where we are if we're split up. And all of a sudden I just get this, I would like to now be referred to as Agent Tickle Shits the rest of the night. And I'm like, bet, sure, why not? Yeah, that's right. I have my code name. I spent all night thinking of a code name. I'm like, if I'm going to be a paranormal investigator, I need a code name. It just has to fit, man. Call me Tickleshits. So whatever he's he's gonna also do a podcast with us about the Franklin County Jail because he did that too. That but um, yeah, so that night I was like, so he like I was trying to like radio them on the phone, and then I was like, Agent Tickleshits, do you copy? And he's like, he lost it. It took me a couple seconds to respond because I'm like, do you want to be known as this or not? I'm down. You walking out of the dark and all of a sudden you get. Agent Tickleshits, Agent Tickleshits, do you copy? <laughs> You're like, go from seriousness to, okay, now we can giggle a little bit. But I, I like that. That's why I, like, in my investigations, yes, I want you to take it seriously. Yes, I want you to treat it with respect. But you got to have fun, too. Because, you know, ghosts all the time, they, they were people once. They want to have fun, too. So, yeah, I embrace it all. I love it. So, I told you, you have the floor. Crescent. Crescent in your own words. Crescent was something I had never... And I do have questions for you, too. Uh, I have answers. <laughs> but cre- what it, sum up Crescent in your Crescent own words. Crescent, to me, was... It, it blew my mind. When you walk into the place, and then you walk out of the yard, and you sh- see the sheer size of the place, and you realize, oh, shit, I got this completely to myself with my people. Oh, my God. Urban exploring. That's cool as hell. We'll see what we can find. And honestly... I love Chris, and I will happily go back there any day. Joseph Kellinger and I can talk all night, and we can get <laughs> real fucking close. That was... So who... I don't know. It's been a minute, so if you haven't listened, Joseph Callinger was the biggest notorious 
uh, serial killer that was housed at Crescent. And, um, yeah, he, I think he made himself known to us for sure that night. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were catching, capturing stuff in E-Block, uh, cell 57, I believe. Uh, when we walked in the door, we had Tremor, me and Corinne heard Tremor say, well, we just saw somebody up there on camera. And I looked at Corinne, I was like, you want to go check it out? She's like, yeah. So we walked up there, and it just... You walked in and it felt weird. We set some cat balls down. They didn't really do anything. But then Ken's brought the REM pod in, and we started getting hits. And then we started getting hits with the die, with the rods, and that was that was awesome. Come in contact with a amputee because I started getting knee pain. Yeah, yeah. So he's never been on an investigation prior to Crescent. So he's really not wasn't used to like how spirits can affect you. That so was... to have like he his leg started like hurting. I started having my leg pain. And then you guys started asking questions. And got responses. And got responses Found via the dowsing rods. Via the dowsing rods. That it was an amputee. Yeah. Yeah, because Ken's asked him if he wanted to talk to her. And she's like, well, who do you want to talk to? And, he, and she was like, Mason. And then it crossed for yes. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm scared shitless now because now here's my first encounter with a ghost. I'm investigating. Okay, now i got to steal. i got to pull myself together and talk to this guy. But I'm also beaming with excitement at the same time. Like I was like, <laughs> a wild, like chaotic ball of different all emotions. kinds of feelings. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting ready to do this. I'm getting ready to talk to a ghost. Let's go. Like, <laughs> I was for it. Oh, sorry guys, I have my animals in here, and it's a little bit of a cat fight. A little bit, <laughs> cat dog fight. A little bit of cat and dog yeah. fight. Yeah. Hey. I got I got my sassy shadow and my German Shepherd just not agreeing ever in life. Yeah, you like, yeah. See, all right. So, Mason, are you a believer or a non-believer? Where do you you believer? A believer. Wait, believer in the ghost? Oh yeah, absolutely. Paranormal. Ever since I was young. Yeah. So why? Because when I was seven, I saw something I couldn't explain. I saw a I saw a dead guy walking through my yard. And I couldn't explain it. And I would see him every night around the same time. He'd walk the same path. Yeah. And I will tell you, and you probably don't know this, but something happens around 8 to 10 years old with people. We're all born with the veil being very sheer. Mm -hmm. We're very connected to the other realm. The other realm is where we just came from. So, but after, like, life conditioning and you have people that raise you a certain way and you have society telling you to think a certain way, that veil like a sheer curtain becomes a comforter and you don't see as well until no. you open yourself back up again but i'm definitely always been a believer i didn't walk in there skeptical i was like yeah let's see a ghost let's go okay so i'm going to skip the personal experiences because you just told us about one but I, I know you got more what was your favorite piece of equipment ever that you've investigated with so far i mean we've we've done a lot what is some, is this between the two? Because Just I, you in general. What do you think? Okay, this is cool. This is what I like to work with. I, I like, really like the Estes method. I was t I didn't use it the first uh, first time because I, it was still a little sketchy, but after experiencing what I experienced at the jail, definitely that's yeah. my favorite piece of equipment. Just doing the Estes method. That, yeah. because you get you can get so much off of that one. So that, yeah. that's got to be my favorite. But the so others, the spirit box... Do, utilizing the spirit box yeah. via the Estes method. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites as well. What was your favorite moment slash memory of the whole evening at Crescent? 
Like, what's the one moment that you were like... I mean, it could be a funny moment, or it could be a moment like, dude. <laughs> I gotta say, running into Callinger, and when I was talking to you about feeling like he was after me, having Green come through and tell me that before I could even get a chance to tell you. That whole that whole time we were in there, as terrifying as it was, that has to be my favorite experience, because we got so much evidence while we were there. Yeah. We were picking up on the spear box, uh, we were seeing movement, we were getting cat balls lighting up. It was explosive I loved it, I loved it. <laughs> so tell me about what some of like what you investigated that night because you and I the only time that we ever came together that night is whenever we went back to e-block and up in the uh, the was it the one that that one room that Nate and I were crying in. C, that's the C, building C. Yeah. Yeah. We were... And I come to find out from the documentary of the paranormal files that I watched, um, their investigation, um, that building was just open not too long ago. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like a baby building. Like they're just now, mm. like it's only been like a year now that building has been available to investigate. No shit. Yeah. So. Wow. They're going to capture a lot of stuff from inside there because I mean, I know. As soon as I, I, I got to the second floor, man, you could feel something. It was, so, it was so heavy. Yeah, so what he's talking about is is me, Nate, and Tremor went up first. And everyone else was still on the lower, the bottom half, uh, like the bottom floor of, of C block, or C, the C building. And then, so us three went up, and I just kind of sat on the radiator, me and Nate and Tremor. And I was just trying to feel the energy out. And then um, Nate kind of, like, he's sitting there and he's he's feeling like, like, he walked, we walked down and we, 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 he was feeling like, I was feeling very sad. He was feeling sad. And then we walked back and then you, Ken's, and I think all of you, yeah. I think, kind of started coming up then. And then um, you, I... We, you, I think one of you asked, are we getting anything? And I'm like, just walk the hall. Just walk the hall. And as soon as, got back, got as, soon as you got back there, you were like, man, I don't know why. And we have that on video. You, All of us being like, no freaking way. Like, he's picking up on the same energy that we're all feeling right now. I was bawling. Yeah. I, I didn't know why. Yeah. I couldn't explain it. And then Karina about scared the shit out of me because I went to, like, shuffle and it felt like something touched my back and I thought I mean I jumped <laughs> but she was holding onto my backpack <laughs> scared the hell out of me it's like Karin you gotta let somebody know when you're touching this shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's like <laughs> All my oh, spidey senses are tingling right like, now. I but if like he did and I wanted to fly. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to bolt, but I would have drunk Corinne into the room with me. <laughs> <sighs> like, we gotta have like, I don't know, like, you gotta let me know you can't just grab my shit. We're in the middle of an abandoned building <laughs> investigating ghosts. <laughs> Yeah, I can see as a newbie, even as someone who's a little seasoned, that would, it would freak me Dude, out a little the tunnels, bit, too. The tunnels, I was terrified of the tunnels, too. I forgot about okay, them. Okay, well, can I tell you something <laughs> that I also found out while watching this documentary? <laughs> yeah, what you got? So, the, the tunnel system, they felt like, the, and I, I agreed with them, they felt like there was an energy down there that was protective. 
But then they also felt an energy down there that was a little malevolent. Like there was a battle of good and evil kind of going on down there. Yeah, that's such a dark place. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I felt very uncomfortable in the tunnels. There was not a time when I was in the tunnels that I felt warm fuzzies. Look, if it would have been for you guys, and the fact that the exit was so far down at the end of the hallway, you I can't ran. promise that I would have stayed in there. Because when I heard that shuffling about five to right? six feet to my left, I was like, everything was going, run. Like, I can't see shit. If I turn on a flashlight, I'm probably going to have a heart attack because... If I catch something and it's like right here, it's over for me. I'm having a, it's over. <laughs> you do the sissy little girl scream. Yeah, I did. I did. Run. I can't remember who I was sitting next to, but I remember scooting closer to them, trying to put them between me and whatever the hell was coming towards us. <laughs> yeah, the shuffle, the feet shuffling down there was legit. Like that, that was pretty crazy for me. Um, so one thing. Thing that I have going forward, and I, you're, I don't think you're the first to hear this. I want to challenge, and I know that you are like green. You are very green in all of this. But I want to challenge you whenever you feel comfortable being alone in a room <laughs> for <Sorry>. at least <laughs> for, <laughs> for at least ten to fifteen minutes. I'm not asking for a long period of time. If something happens, you're gonna find me dead. <laughs> well, God. He died screaming. <laughs> you, you, I promise, death will not occur. You're, you're gonna hear the inter- you're gonna hear where it comes. Danger, Robinson. Danger. I'm having a heart attack. Man down. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got it. I can do it. Yeah, I'm not saying the next investigation. Maybe I'm not, not the next saying, one. Not an asylum. But I'm gonna, every, every, every investigation, I'm going to say that, and I'm going to challenge someone and just be like, whoever feels open to it, please let me know. Because that, I will tell you, is when you will capture the best evidence and have the best experience. You know what? No, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> because if I think about it, I'm going to psych myself out every time. You will have a That's- flashlight. I will not take a flashlight from you. I'm not asking you to be alone in the dark. But you have a flashlight. A you can bring whatever you want to bring. Whatever I don't have a Bible, but I'm going to go buy a Bible just for this. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm down. We're good. We'll be fine. I'm going to have my Mason's Alone bag. <laughs> it's going to have granola bars water. Agent Tickleshit's survival bag. Yeah, for real. Paranormal it's survival fucking road bag. flares. You will have the you will have the 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 walkie talkie. You'll be able to communicate. Oh, and the spirit box too. That most definitely would come in handy. I'm gonna go sit in the dark and listen to the spirits talk to me and tell me I'm shooting a person. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! Well, they're all probably like (laughs) they'll either love you or hate you. We found that out at the old jail. I'll tell you that. I can't. All right, so let's talk about your experience because the whole night at Crescent, I definitely felt like there was an energy that was a very intimidating energy that was following us. Yeah. However, when we went into the cells where you felt, like, angry, like, what happened, like, what led you to that point? Because then I came in because... I was in one area, you were in another area, and then we finally did come together, 
And it was crazy that I was picking up on almost we, the exact energy. We, we decided to take the other catwalk and kind of see where it went. And we were just kind of walking along it. Well, it happened across over into the other side where Joseph was. And we didn't know it at the time. But we had gotten to the one end of the catwalk and went to make a right. But as soon as you made that right back into that, what seemed to me to be a supply closet, you felt, we started to immediately feel like there was dark energy back there. Mm -hmm. Whatever was back there was evil. Something bad had happened there and I couldn't tell you what it was, but I knew every step that I took, I felt like my flashlight. A shift in energy. A shift in energy. Mm -hmm. I wasn't seeing my flashlight because it was going dim. Like It just felt like a wave of darkness was creeping over me. So then we decided to backtrack, go down to the lower level, and then walk through the bottom so we didn't have to go near that room because whatever was in that room did not want us there. And I respected its wishes for the time being until we could come back and get you. So then we walked back down to the lower level, and we set up on that desk, and we started feeling that same energy again, but we were getting hits off of the spirit box. He didn't like us. He wanted um, me, Nate, and Trevor to leave and leave uh, Ken's, Corinne, and Taylor in there. And we were like, we're not going to do that. Right? And I was like, I'm not doing this. If I leave, they're going to leave with me. Well, then Tremor said, we were getting ready to pack up and go. And Tremor said, he saw somebody standing next to me, but they stepped into me. And at that time, I felt cold. Everything in me got real cold. And it only lasted a couple of seconds, and it was warm back up again. Something walked through me. Mm -hmm. Don't know who it was, but... Do you almost feel like a shift in your body, too? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You do. Was, I've had a walkthrough before, and it is. It's a very wild. crazy experience. And he was like, get out. He was cursing, calling um, the girls all sorts of names. And I'm like, you, no. It was that the one when you guys were using the spirit box and it said uh, three men out or three yeah, guys so out? That was the same one. Okay. That was us, so. Yeah. So then I remember coming in finally from the other side and joining you guys and you kept telling me you're like man i just feel like i feel pissed i feel irritable you know you were just like angry and and it's funny because before i on the other side it was quiet it was calm i wasn't feeling nothing before you even told me what was going on as i stepped into the side that you guys were in the energy was totally different and I felt that way, too. I was starting to feel irritable. I was feeling kind of like, you know, like your skin crawling kind of feel. Yeah, I felt like something was trying to attack me. And I didn't like it because there was no reason to be hostile. I wasn't yeah. there with... Um, but it's a prison. It is a prison. You're going to have that so, kind of energy there. With that being said, with that, that kind of pissed me off because I was like, you know, we're in here just trying to talk to you. We're not in here trying to be nope. disrespectful. We're being super polite. And you are coming, you're, you're, you're starting to come after my people. One thing you'll know that if someone was an asshole in the light, the, this realm, they're going to be an asshole in the next. And, and in the spirit realm. I mean, nothing is going to change. They're going to have that same energy. They're going to have that same attitude about them, especially a serial killer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think towards the end, we were before you came in, I was like, I need to get out. I told uh, Ken's like, I need to get out of here because I'm ready to start cursing at this dude. I need to go get Misty because him and I are about to have, be on good terms. About to swing it air. Yeah. I'm going to be out here fist fighting. I'm going to look like your local tweaker at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> out there just a going. <laughs> yep. That's going to be me. Oh, God. They're going to lock me up. They're going to be like, well, he's already home. <laughs> just put him in one of the cells. Oh, God. That's great. <laughs> 
So, um, what else? What else of the night? Uh, what about the church? I really want to talk about the church. The church felt eerie. It felt, Thank you. It felt eerie. Because I, I, I have not picked up, like, no one really, everyone's like, I didn't feel anything about the church. I'm like, dude, that church, something was off. I'm mm. telling you something was off. And I couldn't place it. Could not place it, but man, walking, it did not feel safe like for me. I felt quiet. It it, it didn't quiet. feel safe. No, no. It felt like whatever made that place holy was not there. Not there anymore. Nope, nope, no. And I think it's kind of ironic that the tunnels run up. There is a run up into the church with like that you, symbol on the door that we took a picture of. Right. That was wild. And with. Apparently, whatever energy is in that church, I am convinced, is down there in that tunnels. I believe that it travels back and forth. It would almost have to. The church is big enough, man, that there was a lot of people who went to that church. I mean, look at the sheer size of it. When we walked in, well, we sat down in the front, but, man, I mean, it would make sense. And we did listen back on EVPs. We captured, now Corinna actually was the one who captured this there is, like, he was asking a question, yeah. and you got three knocks. And yeah. then there was somebody else asking another question, and we got another three knocks. Three knocks is mocking the Holy Trinity, which is kind of ironic that it happened in the church. And we heard nothing. That church was, you could, it was so yeah. silent, you could hear a pin drop. But it felt, while it may have felt that, it definitely felt like you were being watched the whole time you were in there. Oh, for sure. Like, at the fucking edge of the shadows type shit. Yeah. That was... But honestly, like, being there, it didn't feel like it wanted to harm us. It was just watching us. Because I also felt kind of okay there. I knew I could take go there and take a rest if I needed to. Out of everywhere else that we had been. That was the one place you could sit and chill. But I would never sleep there. That would not be a place I'd sleep. That would be some, like, possession type shit. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, F, I will tell you the one building um, that I wish we would have spent more time in now that I found out more about it was F building. F building was the morgue at one point. No shit. It was also um, where like their final days kind of were before they would, I guess, like be put on death row kind of deal, like <laughs> executed. So F apparently has the creeper. I did not know that, um, which is kind of crazy. Now that I think about that, I just kind of like correlated two and two in my brain because of the outside that had like the patio area. I could have swore I had, I had like, I don't have deja vu moments much in my life, but that was definitely one of them. Like I would seen that before. And then, um, there is also, um, in the, uh, at the admin building. Apparently, I didn't know this, but it has like multi levels, and we that was towards the end of the night where we like kind of were like rushed to do things. Yeah. But apparently, like the tunnel system runs from the admin building to I think building five, which was the building that we went into when we so felt. So we really didn't explore the tunnels. 
not a whole whole not the depths of what the tunnels really we were. We couldn't get past the initial entrance because it was like a fucking gatekeeper down there. It was like really you was. shall not pass. Honestly, that was one place I probably was cool enough to be like, you know what? I, you're right. I will not pass. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm gonna good. go. I'm gonna go above ground and then pass. <laughs> I'm going over the top. I'm not going through you, cave troll. <laughs> So speaking of above ground, did you feel anything on the grounds as we were walking to and from? Oh yeah, you could definitely tell. I mean, I felt like there were people moving about what their would have been their daily routine. Yeah. I mean, I and you could see people moving. Bailey and I caught it a couple of times in the one building on the one top floor. You could see there was a light on up there for some odd reason, but you could see shadows moving, and it just kind of seemed like it was. Huh. Dead, but everything was alive. Yeah. It was wild. And every once in a while, you catch a you catch an orb, kind of peeking out here. You catch a spike in your meters when you guys run. I don't know what the hell they're called. <laughs> EMF detector. EMF detector. EMF detector. I'm telling you guys, he's green, but he's passionate. And I like it. That's Look, what I need. I need people that are passionate about it and oh, want to yeah. do it. I mean, come on! I never would have thought I would have been that could be a build of what paranormal investigator on my resume. Like that's cool. <laughs> Like, okay, <laughs> that's a skill I have now. That's awesome. Let's keep it up. <laughs> so Mason has been on, too. He went to Crescent. He's also going to do a podcast with us collectively on the Franklin County Old Jail. I'm going to try to go to the asylum. Huh? I'm, I'm going to try to go to the And he, asylum. yeah, I, I want to go back to Hillview Manor because that place is absolutely wild is the only description I have on that one. So, um, yeah. It was awesome. So down. Anytime, man. So, your take on anything else about Crescent? Crescent? Any would, other memories? I would like to revisit Crescent and go back through F Building and the Edmund Building and further explore the creepy tunnels down below. And I would like to take a trip back to E Block to visit the amputee at 57. E Block was nuts. E Speaking of E-Block, that was the one at the like um, that I was in the Estes Method. You guys had set all kinds of stuff up, and apparently, unbeknownst to me, you guys were getting all kinds of oh, activity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we went back there when after Nate, uh, the we had a small group break off to go out to vehicles. That's right, we had them cat balls littered everywhere, yeah. and they were going nuts. The freaking REM pod was going off in the one cell. We had twist flashlights set up. We had a freaking minefield. If anything would have walked through, but it did get that that yeah, cat ball. That's that was cool. insane. Yeah, that was. I know you guys were like freaking out, and I'm like, what? I'm just telling. But I will tell you, like, I remember feeling like as I was under, and you guys were like freaking out. I I remember feeling something around my legs, like something was like kind of just like I don't know if it was crawling around my legs, but I definitely felt something around my legs. And then I forget the name that I kept getting, but I kept getting the same freaking name. I yeah. think it was Brett. Yeah, Brett. And I kept trying to connect with him, and it just, yeah. He it kept just, getting sirens. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was. Well, I hope that we will definitely be able to investigate Crescent again. Um, they're going through a mess right now. If you guys, um, if you are interested in looking up Crescent Sanatorium, um, in Crescent, Pennsylvania, please log on to their website. You can donate. They are going through a lot of legal litigations right now. Not of theirs. They're 
There's hands that are trying to take the facility from them. I think that the hands that the facility is in is the right hands. They're doing great things with it. They want to keep it um, open for tours and investigations and also utilize it in hydrophonics and um, helping, you know, livestock. And, yeah, I think the people who own it are doing the right thing with it. So please hop on to Crescent, donate. Try to keep Crescent alive and up and running, because um, right now it's temporarily shut down. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, they, they're they going through legal matters to keep it in their hands, so. We should just show up in force and be like, no. <laughs> we protest. <laughs> That's what I said. That place has, it's. it would be such a shame if it got tore down because so there's so much that still needs to be told there. That place is... Thick. Well, look how many people went there. I mean, Helen Keller was there. She yeah. went there and gave a speech. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Helen Keller? Yeah. Came all the way up to Pennsylvania to give a freaking speech? Right. And then you got a known serial killer there with his son. Well, not his son. His son has since moved and, reached and changed his name and yada, yada, yada. Right. But he's still there. There's people that are still there. That... And the thing is, is, and I have found out with researching the paranormal and having my own experiences... You can level places like that, and you can rebuild, and you're going to have issues. Yep. They're still going to be there. Yep. Because you're going to mess up the natural balance of things. You should have left it until it crumbled naturally. Yep. Let time take it. All right, Agent Tickle Shits. <laughs> <laughs> I have appreciated your time. I'm glad you love Crescent, and we will talk again on the Old Franklin County Jail podcast. Anytime. Bet.